backs up citizens of the two dope nation under new management under new ma- new management elect new management elect that's right it's like their transition teams are being are being organized uh people are partying in the streets uh maybe not anymore because we're going to be under a curfew yes 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 <laughs> but, but last night man it was people were getting it all across this country they really were in a very special way they really were um, so welcome back to Two Dope Teachers and a Microphone. I'm Hidar Munoz. It's your boy Kevin Adams. We're coming at you on a Sunday, the greatest day of the teacher week. Am I right? Yes, we've decided um, there's like one exciting day of your life as a teacher. One exciting day. That's right. In your teacher year, you know, and it's Sunday night. It's, it's Sunday it's, night. Sunday night. Very exciting. Lots of adrenaline, lots of energy, lots of anxiety. It's very fear, active. It's a very worries. active night. Yeah, that's right. Especially <laughs> these days. Yeah. I feel like you have more of those because you teach middle school. Um, <laughs> so maybe a little bit more of that worry. You just want to start out the week with them. Like, so what I've done now is like my main question is uh, how was your weekend and why? Yeah. That's it. Like it's a great. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. we can spend we spend a decent amount of time on Monday getting some good conversations. Oh no doubt, uh, no doubt. And I'm sure, like, because because on a Friday, one of the things they were worried about was the election. So I think yeah, we'll we'll get into some good conversation a, about the I results. Had a student, one of my seniors was kind of like, so I'm like, how are y'all feeling? And she's like, I can't stop thinking about this election. I'm like, oh yeah, I mean, I think I think I've like injured my my index finger just clicking refresh. And she's like, man, Nevada's got to come back from lunch, though. <laughs> well, you know, I've told you my daughter's got me on TikTok. There's all these TikToks about, like, Nevada, like other states looking at oh, Nevada yeah. waiting for them to. My favorite, there was this one about how um, if Nevada had a Puerto Rican mom and, like, <laughs> Oh, it's great. It's my fa- it's one of my new favorite thing on TikTok and this this dude doing the Puerto Rican mom voice and you know telling him this is so embarrassing. You haven't done anything. Why haven't you done anything? You just have to count things. Why aren't you counting things? <laughs> it's, what a shame. Oh, it's great stuff. Uh, but oh yo, so spoiler alert, hey, if you haven't been paying attention um to what's going on and you and you you recorded it and you're yes. you're going to watch it later like a sporting event. Uh, we advise you to turn off the podcast right now because we're about to drop a spoiler alert. What's that spoiler? You want to spoil okay. it? Want Here we go. I'll spoil it. Um, I, at right now, um, hold on, hold on. Let me do this uh, correct. <laughs> He's pulling up the data. He's pulling. Let up me the do feed. this correct. The election tracker. All right. Here it is. So according to. The Associated Press, a.k.a. the AP, Heard of Joe that. Biden, is your president-elect at this point with 290 electoral votes, with Donald Trump with 214, with Georgia, which is leaning towards Joe Biden. Shout out, Georgia. Okay, here we go. Uh, we, this is, again, another shout out to y'all Georgia. y'all doing big stuff. John <laughs> Lewis, good trouble. We yes. represent. Yes. It's about time. That's Let's right. go. And Alaska <laughs> and North Carolina still out, but leaning towards by, uh, Donald Trump. But hey, right now, no matter what, no matter how much people complain, no matter how many times you go to court and get right. told that's you got nothing, no matter <laughs> how many excuses you make, it looks like 
Uh, the Trump administration has come to an end at, at, at the end of one term. Oh, they got 75 days left, but yeah. They've got 75 days left. And uh, we are looking forward to a new administration of Joe Biden. And no, that does not mean that we give Joe Biden a pass. No, at all. It, it means that we actually go even harder on this dude. Um, yep. But he set a precedent, you know, and uh, yesterday was a historic day. It yep. was the first day that we've ever seen a, uh, a woman of color, in particular a black and uh, Southwest South Asian, Asian, yep. South Asian woman of color uh, nominated, or I'm sorry, elected yeah. as the vice president, vice president of these of the United, United States. States. That's right. That's you know, right. and so if you didn't hear that sound, that was that glass uh, ceiling shattering. So yeah. Hillary was right, right? Those, cra those cracks, and, and, she, and she busted through it with ease, right? Yeah, yeah, she did. She did. I, I, I think it's absolutely right. And when all is said and done, uh, Biden could have 306 electoral votes, and that um, would be an impressive win. That would. I mean, I think it's a mandate, right? Uh, yeah. most, most votes ever for any candidate. Right yep. now, I'm looking at it. it. Looks like he's at about 5.5 or 4.5 million ahead in the popular vote overall vote count. Two straight elections when uh, when Trump did not get the popular vote. You know, and so <laughs> this is where we are, people. This is where and, we are. Um, I I'm sorry if you supported the other side, but uh, you know, this this is what it's about, and. Uh, I'm Trump is going to fight and we'll see how long he fights for, you know, you know what he did yesterday and today. Uh, you know what he spent his time doing. What did he spend his time doing? Uh, oh, oh, you don't, you haven't heard. He oh played, no. I, he played golf. He played oh, golf. Well, you know, I he, mean, it's, he, it's a tough moment. It's a tough moment. He, he's worked <laughs> a hard job. He's worked yeah, a hard job. So it's a lot he, of golf over the last four years. You know, I would well, just tell favorite, you, I don't. I wonder when the last time Joe Biden played golf was. That's all I'm saying. I don't. He doesn't strike me as a golfer, like honestly. But he probably is because all old white dudes play golf. But I, you know, um, he he probably was. But that's a good. That, that's a very good point. You know, but but uh, but but uh, so congratulations. Shout out, President Elect Biden, Vice President Elect Harris. Uh, America is looking different. Things are changing slowly but surely. And, uh, you know, we're holding accountable. And, hey, we, and I, as teachers, we would be remiss if we, if we did not raise our heads and, or, or bow our heads or do something with our heads. Do something with our heads. Be thankful that Betsy DeVos, yes. we, we, she gone. Bye-bye, Betsy. Bye-bye, Betsy. Bye -bye. You're out of a bye -bye. job. Bye-bye, Betsy. I think she's going to be fine. Her family has a lot of money. But, yes, you will no longer be yeah. working in education. Absolutely. Yeah. And we'll have a first lady who um, is an educator. And oh, that's that'll right. That'll be pretty great, too. So a my doctor favorite thing, of education. Dr. Jill Biden, yeah. So the, my favorite thing that I saw on Twitter over the last couple of days, uh, somebody sent us this tweet um, basically saying that um, – so it came from this, uh, this, this uh, law professor – um, who, when they asked him, so what do you think about these legal challenges that, uh, that Trump is bringing, you know, to, uh, kind of revisit the vote count and all that kind of stuff. And he's like, well, it really just kind of amounts to a tweet with a filing fee. <laughs> and, uh, 
and that's my favorite thing ever. It's a tweet with a filing fee. It's like, it's a tweet, but you had to pay for it. So, um, you know, good luck with that. I was going to say he can afford it, but uh, some sources suggest that he could be up to $400 million in debt. And that is, uh, man, like, I know my credit wasn't that great coming out of college. Um, $400 but it million dollars in debt? It wasn't like that. It, it ain't like, like that. that. Hey, so in the spirit of celebrating this moment, um, yes. and actually, we scheduled, I mean, so this is the two-dope prophecy, right? We scheduled this before we even knew what the election result was going to be. We have a fantastic um, guest for you to get to know a little bit today. If you don't know her, you about to know her. You're about and she to, you fit to know. She is dope. Um, and so she's going to talk to us a little bit about what she's doing. Who are, we gonna, who are the people going to hear from, Kev? We are going to get to hear from somebody, like Gerardo has said, who's been long overdue. Uh, long but overdue. Someone, someone who I know Surprise, socially. she still talks to us. She's a homegirl from the friend group. You know, right. uh, I go back with her. Uh, but we have the imminent Asia Lions with Asia us Lions. today. Asia right. Lions um, is an educator with an amazing experience and an amazing story. And even though she's not in the traditional classroom anymore, she's still educating. She's going to drop some bombs on y'all today yeah. uh, with her experience and what she's doing today. And hey, y'all, uh, big alert. If you are looking for anti-racist uh, PD yep. uh, support for your building and figuring out how to implement these black excellence brands. If yep. you are in uh, the Denver public schools, that's right. You could reach out to Asian. Or Lions. frankly, if, if you're in any district wants to care about black people, that's right. Anybody <laughs> who said black lives matter, reach right. out and pay this sister because she's got it. She knows what she's talking about. That's right. And uh, yeah, this is a good one. It's going to be great. And she'll be talking about something called racial battle fatigue. This is not a uh, concept that is brand new, but in terms of its application to uh, ECE through 12 educators, um, it is a new lens upon something that uh, that when you hear about it, you're you're gonna know it. She'll 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 talk for a minute, and you'll be like, oh, oh yes. Wait. Can I give a spoiler alert? Spoiler she diagnosed alert. being Gerardo. Like she started yeah. to describe it, and we were like, oh. Oh my gosh! Oh, Racial battle fatigue. We this, have it. That's I. That's that's it. I feel that's like it's it. hard. I feel like it might be harder than COVID. Don't come at me, COVID. But Don't I'm just come saying. At me. Yes, yes, I've had this for a lot longer than I've had any other thing. Yeah. So I mean, it's a it's a pretty incredible conversation. Um, naming things that people of color already knew that BIPOC educators already knew. And uh, bringing it to light, and you know, a Asia has a really interesting story. This uh, this episode, I think, will be it, it'll have its humorous light moments, but it also kind of digs into some very difficult things that a lot of us deal with. And what we really hope that you all get out of this is the understanding that I'm not psychologically like flawed. Yeah. I am not alone, and that the thing that I experience day in and day out is in fact a thing. And, and it has impact on the people around me who love me too. That's like, right. I think that's, that's right. the other thing that I was like, mind blown. Yeah. You know, because especially in the COVID days, I've experienced this where, yeah. where I just think some things just, you, you bring them home because you are home, right? Yep. And you know that's that, right. you know that that's in right. your house. That's right. So um, tune in, uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Two Dope Teachers. Check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash Two Dope Teachers and a mic. You can also email us, show ideas, 
Uh, or if you would like to be a part of the Two Dope Nation, um, just by listening, you are. But you can email us at twodopeteachers at gmail.com. Enjoy our interview with Asia Lyons. Hey, what's really going on? It's Boots Riley. I'm the writer and director of Sorry to Bother You. You are now listening to Two Dope Teachers and a Microphone. Keep it locked right here. No texting. Hey, what's up, people? Happy Sunday. Uh, very nice to wake up in the wake up uh, in the morning and know that the president elect and the vice president elect are the are uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Um, that's a nice world to wake up in right now. Um, in that spirit, uh, me and Kev are back with yes. uh, just this is a conversation that's long overdue, and Whoa. we will have our guests introduce themselves. Um, and uh, we, we can go ahead and do that now. So, uh, Asia, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. Uh, my name is Asia Lyons, and I am a native Detroiter. I have to say that first. Always. Shout out yeah. to the D. Represent. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Came through Smart. first. First city to come through. Yeah. Wait, right? is this, like, is this the first? Drop, we is this the first non-Atlanta guest we've had in a really long time? This. Uh, like, yes. Yes. Kevin but, is but, trying to. He's trying to move our operation down to Atlanta, um, I she, think. She's and, from uh, the Atlanta of the North. That's what we call oh, it. Oh, the Atlanta of the North. Okay. You just take I-75 straight down. Straight up. That's it. Wait, so Asia, I got to ask you. That's where cousins are. We know. Asia, I got to ask you, though. I got to ask you, is, is, is Detroit the Atlanta of the North, or is Atlanta the Detroit of the South? Oh, oh, don't Oh, even. I want to say that I want to say that Detroit is the Atlanta of the North. Because oh, okay, okay. Move that way, right? They move okay. from right. Atlanta to Detroit. That's so right. That's right. All right. There it is. It's all love. All right. It's all love. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so you just shouted it out, and we made a bunch of noise. We'll let you finish your introduction. Yeah, so <laughs> I was a teacher um, for 12 years in uh, Cherry Creek School District, which is in the rural suburbs of Denver. Um, I now teach at CU Denver, a couple classes, a TA there, and then I have a consulting firm, Lions Educational Consulting. And I'm getting my doctorate right now. So kind of Dr. Dr. Asia Lyons. I, yeah. I love how that sounds. Me too. Um, yes. Yes. Yeah, shout out to Dr. Jefferson, Dr. Antoine Jefferson. Oh, oh Dr. Antoine Jefferson. I, I still think he doesn't listen to this podcast, even though he <laughs> pretends he knows about it. Like I think he knows about it. I don't think he listens. Cause, You're probably um, right. You're right. <laughs> he'll look at me all crazy like <laughs> I see you've been doing some stuff, Munoz. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're, we're here today. So for, first of all, um, like what, what a weekend, right, for us to mm -hmm. be a part of right now. Um, the last four years have been just, um, okay, so the experience of BIPOC people in this country has been traumatic overall. Um, but uh, the last four years have been kind of that out of that frying pan and into the fire, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And here we are. Um, talking to a black woman who's making moves um, as we prepare to welcome Kamala Harris into the vice president's office. Yes. Like, do, Asia, do you see the connection that we see? Oh, yeah, yeah. You have to know, too. Like, I've been watching CNN, like, nonstop since Tuesday. Yep. So, like, I somehow missed the announcement. I, I don't know how I managed it, so my, my husband... <laughs> Daughter, like on the bed and we like kind of go backwards and live and we're watching it and it didn't hit me until I saw like her face pop up next to his face. Yeah. Yep. Like, 
You're like, Wait, hold up, hold up. It's like, hold up. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. And my, my daughter's like, it's okay, mommy. I'm like, ah, like ugly crying. <laughs> so like, you couldn't tell me nothing yesterday. I was like, no, you take out the garbage. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yep, that's, that's right. right. That's right. That's right. You start referring to, uh, start referring to your husband as a second, as the, uh, as a second gentleman. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He better get in place for real. That's right. That's right. Did you? That's see, right. Did you just, I just see a Wu Tang sign come up from somewhere. Did I miss that? Oh, that's his. Uh, that's his. Uh, <laughs> that is his. Uh, that's my little his, avatar. His yeah. chat avatar. Yeah. If I go, he's got it like that. I don't know. If, if I if I do this, like it pops up. See, it's right there. Oh, there you okay. go. Okay. Okay. We tried to organize a Wu Tang teacher clan, and we're about as consistent as the actual Wu Tang clan ever was. And so, you know, I think we've talked maybe That's two it. three times. That's <laughs> it. That's it. So Asia, um, and I'll just tell the people. Uh, tell the people. Asia. Asia is a friend. We we go back. I haven't seen her in a while. Mm -hmm. But but Asia, can you tell us a little bit because like you were a teacher for twelve years. I know mm -hmm. we used to have conversations about your. Um, amazing teaching strategies and the stuff, the engaging stuff that you were doing. And you'd give me tips on teaching uh, financial literacy. Like I know oh, yeah. that was, that was a big one for you back <laughs> then. Uh, but uh, talk, talk to us about uh, why you are not in the classroom sure. anymore. Tell it, take us down that road, that story. If you, if it's not too uh, traumatizing, does oh, bring no. it pretty bad. Yeah. I feel like you passed it all, but tell and, us. And even, you know, and even though y'all have known each other for a few years, Asia, I think this is the first time you came up on my radar was mm -hmm. when all this stuff was kind of going on. And so, yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I feel like, I feel like we'll be able to have a whole like box set of episodes with <laughs> teachers who left the profession in um, unfavorable circumstances and in kind of painful ways. Yeah. If, if you don't mind, we, I think that story would be really meaningful. Yeah. And you know what? I really want to put this past you all. I have an idea about that that I'm going to actually bless you all with since you have a podcast because I was thinking about that. Like there's so many of us out there and I wanted to name the series or the podcast, the exit interview. Ooh. Ooh. That. Yeah. Ooh. I love just, that. Like, our story. Um, we, we got a we got a dude in uh, in Tattnall County in Georgia who would love yeah. to yeah. be able to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So take that and run with it, please. I would love. All right. To All right. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, things are happening. Things are happening. Hey, Two hey, Dope hey, Nation. Hey, the hey, brand hey. is strong. The brand is so strong. That's it. We just the Wu-Tang Clan. We back. That's right. That's it. Stay <laughs> so building. I, I taught for um, six years in the elementary school in the district in CCSD, and then I taught six years at a middle school not far from there. And so basically what happens is like a beautiful, I would say a beautiful storm. I started teaching in my fifth year a social justice focused course. Yep. Basically my wow. idea was that students would get to decide the topics that we would teach, that I would teach um we would do this in a voting system so we had um uh, we spent a lot of time talking about humanity and what is humanity and then we talked about like, what is inhumanity and then they got to vote so i had 150 students 30 inch per class and so we came up with like a voting system and they had like a top five top six yep so like the first year they ended up with um houselessness 
uh, race, racism, anti-racism, gender inequality. Now these are their topics, right? Yes, their ideas. Their ideas. Um, we and of course because their children of like animal rights, like you know, be kind to ele elephants, or whatever. Yep, 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 yep. Um, and that went really well the first year. Um, the second year we were rolling into Trump territory. So then you know I have my, I could you could feel like this. Yeah. Like, the change on the term the change and as it was my school was in a more affluent area quincy ish quincy and tower area yep 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 um so what happened was you know i could kind of have picture conference or picture like back to school night yep all my protest posters up because we're doing it again this year like this is happening whatever yep okay. um we got the ball rolling we got it started i got some my students end up picking race, racism, anti-racism, gender inequality again. They end up picking, picking LGBTQ communities and like two or three other things. So we got our, we started doing our work and it started being some grumbling from some of the parents. Like, I don't know, like, what are you going to teach? Like, what is this going to be about? It's specifically around LGBTQ communities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah, no so... And I told him, I, I don't know what I'm going to teach. This is like down the road. I'll let you know ahead of time. Yeah. The students are bringing these up. It's their questions. Yeah. They're going to be driving it. So you yep. can talk to them about it. And yeah. uh, they'll let you know what we'll be talking about. Exactly. Yeah. And um, so it kind of kept going like that. And we had, I had a guest speaker. To, I had two guest speakers come. First guest speaker um darius smith he's working out in uh you met darius i, I think i know darius darius, darius was half in, uh, black half indigenous yeah and he used to be in indian education in dps yeah, yeah. darius's daughter darius's daughter who's a gangster um is, is a graduate he? of our program graduate of our program uh, darius, yo shout out to darius darius, darius um his his partner his girlfriend actually worked with me at the school such a small world. That's it is. Um, it really so is. We basically, um, the sec my second speaker was um, a woman uh, activist called Queen Phoenix. She came in talking I about. Her. I remember Queen oh, yeah. Phoenix. Yeah. 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 We, I, I remember her now. Like, <laughs> she, told, yeah. she changed my life in a good way. Yeah. 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 And she's talking about her work. She's talking about being queer. She's talking about. Um, basically like Muslim people as like advocates and ways to stand up for Muslim folks and things like that. Yeah. And so my students went home, you know, like excited about this work. Oh my God, this person came and it hit the roof, right? Like parents were like, oh no. So like, wow. yeah, it was bad. So my students started, like their parents started pulling them out of my class. Yep. Right. So basically I had like 17 kids who were sitting in the counselor's office. Yeah. Did not come to class. Just didn't come. Wow. Yeah. And so eventually I was told by my principal that I couldn't teach the class anymore. Hold on one second. Yep. Got that real podcasting yeah. going on here. Yes. <laughs> got a bird and a dog came in at the same time. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even own a dog. Uh, so <laughs> So my principal like told me, she's like, yeah, we're not doing this anymore. And at first my principal was like super supportive. She had my back, she had my back. And she was like, no, it's out. We're not doing this anymore. And um, so I had to tell my students. And I'm like, uh, they're like, we're so excited. We can't wait to the next unit. And I'm thinking, there is no next unit. 
we got to do something. Uh, this is all over. Yeah. So she, I, she, you know, it was like weeks, another week. And they're like, we can't wait to make you. And I said, listen, it was a, I will never forget this. It was a Friday. I'm like, I'm just going to tell them. Yep. I'm like, hey, kids, we have to change the unit. And they're like, well, it's because of the kids who left. It's their parents. Like, by they now, like knew. And I'm like, oh no. They're like, this isn't fair. This isn't right. And I'm like, oh. she's like, what are we gonna learn? I'm like, I don't know. And really, I did know. Yeah. Teach them about maps. And I was like, okay, maps, whatever. But I was like, I don't know. It's gonna be great. Don't worry. Shout out to maps. And Kevin really literally. likes maps, by the way. Kevin loves oh, we, maps. I, well, I, I love maps I, too, but it's hard to do a pivot on. Yeah, to, to, <laughs> from, from all that stuff to, to maps. <laughs> to maps. So, like, I'm teach. This is like first hour. I start with first hour. As I'm telling them, the students start ripping paper out of their notebook and making protest signs, and I'm like, "It's like Dead Poet Society, <laughs> but like, like, but like with brown kids." <laughs> yeah, they were making petitions, and I'm like, "It's gonna be wow!" They're like duct taping rulers to their paper. I'm like, "Oh no, right." <laughs> You're like, comes. well, you're like, I'm done. Yeah, second period, second period, same thing. Hey, kids, this was happening. Same thing. They start tearing paper at the notebook. By third period, they already knew. Like, it was like, boom. Whoa. This is that right? So I emailed my principal, the counselor, everybody in the first front office, like, listen, um, there is a, there, the kids are sitting there going to protest. I'm telling you ahead of time. So that y'all can, whatever. I said, I did not. Do what, whatever you want, but this is happening. This is happening. They go down there in front of the principal's office. They got protests in the lunchroom, anti-protesters. It's a whole. What? Oh, that's go. amazing. Yeah. So and, so, and remind our audience what age group this is again. This is, these are sixth graders. Yes. Bruh, that's beautiful. Yes. I was that like, is beautiful. You know, my heart was like, freaking like, oh my God, this is so <laughs> You can hear them in the, in the lunchroom, like, bring back. It was called extended core. Bring yep. back extended core. They're screaming, right? I'm like, oh, but, my God. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Yeah. So that week, that that after lunch, we had a staff, you know, a debrief. And I was like, listen, I did not tell them to protest. I got rid of on leave. Um, while I was on leave, the parents, same parents um, went to school board. They wanted me fired, right? So of my course. Right off the bat. Right, right off the, the bat. bat. Like, she's done. Push her out. So my and, and Asia, if you correct me, but you were like, you are like, you had a, a long history of being like a very, very popular teacher in your school, oh, right? And like, in my middle school. My yes. I prided myself on being that teacher. Yes. So, Parents loved you. Kids loved you. Everybody yeah. loved you. But all this changes because Trump, of this. This is, this is the time. The, the Trump got their power. So, yep. yeah, so they ended up putting me on leave that day because they wanted to investigate if I incited the riot. And <laughs> the riot. Right. <laughs> of the little sheets of paper, the line paper. Yep. And, you know, I was like, I didn't do anything. But when I was on leave, that was like a Friday. I got put on leave. The staff, we had a school board meeting that Monday or Tuesday, and they saw that they were supposed, they were supposed to, like the parents wanted me fired and it ended up the news found out so the kids saw on the news that these parents wanted me fired and i didn't go back they didn't know i was on leave so when i didn't come back to work the next day they thought i had been fired so they're like oh my wow. god 
So then I started getting on Wednesday. This is Wednesday now. I started getting like these really like poor quality photos of kids laying on the floor in front of my classroom. Oh man! Oh, they did a walk. They walked out and did a silent oh. protest. Oh, for two days in a row, my principal was pissed. This reminds me so much of, so there's a wonderful old documentary series from the late 90s called Chicano, and it's about the, the Mexican-American civil rights movement. And um, in the Taking Back the Schools episode, there's this beautiful moment where the teacher, Sal Castro, uh, they're talking to him, and he says, you know, and, and, and this, it, this has been 30, 30 years later, and he's still tearing up when he says, and out they went with their heads held high with dignity. It was beautiful to be a Chicano that day. And again, he, yeah. I mean, it's amazing. 30 years later, 40, 50 years later, um, you know, we, we still have this reaction to children of color protesting. So you got these, you got these little ones like, like doing a die in it would appear <laughs> like um, that's an amazing picture. So, so take us through what happens next. Did they think you've been fired? <laughs> So, yeah, so they do a two days of protest. I guess they had to tell them, like, she's not fired. She's going to leave. <laughs> Back, they're like, oh, yeah, uh, you didn't make them protest. And I'm like, yeah, I told you that. <laughs> I'm like, this is, like, this is a time of protest. I didn't, ins- yeah. But then, of course, after that, my I felt like my principal had this vendetta against me. October, and she had it in for me, the I mean, I'll give you, in February, I always put up Black History Month posters in the library because, of course, nobody else does, right? And then my posters started disappearing off the walls, and I'm like, what? I'm talking to the librarian, like, what? Something's happening to my posters, and she gave me this look like, I don't want to say who it was. (laughs) So I I emailed my principal, and I'm like, are you taking my posters down? This, I, I kid you not, this is her response. Because one of my posters was... Uh-oh, Cap- Uh-oh. Asia has the receipts. Asia has the receipts. I have receipts. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> so go. I had a Kaepernick poster up. Yeah. I was like, did you take down my Kaepernick poster? Her response was, and I kid you not, I was like, I couldn't believe she said this. She said, I don't see. This is a white woman. I don't see what Kaepernick has to do with Black History Month. <laughs> oh. This is that moment where you just get up and you're like, okay, 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 okay. Oh what? my God. You're like, <laughs> I'm like, I was like, I don't understand. And I told her like right then, I was like, I don't understand how you as a white woman get to determine who we celebrate for Black History Month. Yeah, you're like, that's problematic right there in itself. I mean, so many responses, right? Uh, well, yeah, of course you like, don't. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I have someone looking over. I'm like, the Black History Police? Like, who's looking over? <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, we should start that, though. The Black like, History Police. Like, yeah, but but have we, it we, like. We are. <laughs> but not police, though. But yeah, not police. No, 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 not police, not police. We, um, you, some, we'll come up with something better. But like, like you, you go into classrooms and be like, there is not enough Black History in this classroom. Right, like safety <laughs> patrol. We get the safety patrol. Right. It's like a little badge. There you go. Like, uh, um, and so like it was stuff like that, like month after month after day, and I, I had to actually share with her all of my teaching materials, like Google, my Google um, Docs, so that she you could see her in my stuff while I was teaching. Uh, while you were teaching. Like, while I was teaching, so you know, I was like at the end of the year, 
and I will start to do, I call it Shawshank Redemption. Like, come, like, February, I start taking stuff home, like, <laughs> I was shaking my pockets, the rocks was coming yep. out. That's right, like, you were you were taking that little spoon and just, you know, Yeah, like, I was taking my stuff, yeah, taking my stuff home, my cabinets were empty, I left all my posters up for my kids, but there was nothing there, and so I just made that decision, like, I'm not coming back. Yep. And just wrote her one sentence email like I no longer work for Cherokee School District. Boom. Her response was like something like, Well, did you turn in your laptop to the library? And I was like, Yeah. She said, Thank you. I didn't respond. And like that long story, now it's a story with my life world. <laughs> yep. Turned into my research. Like yeah. my doctoral program. And we'll de we'll definitely uh, kind of get into that, um, yeah. you know. So in this next segment, um, you know, the first the first thing that that leaps to mind for me, and I think probably for Kevin as well, is as a as classroom teachers of color, B as classroom teachers of color who have children of color, um, the notion that a teacher like you is not there for the community is heartbreaking. It's terrible um, because we already know that black teachers are under attack in the American education system. And so folks from BIPOC communities are not breaking down the doors to become teachers. And so mm -hmm. this may have been the only opportunity for some of these young people to look at learning and the classroom and teacher-student relationships in a different way. Um, however, um, it every time I see you on social media, you're smiling and you're putting stuff up that is amazing and you're making people think and you're amassing followers by the second. And so we're going to kind of talk about your your sort of life after the classroom and how powerful that's been. You have begun. Um, so you're working on a doctorate, which I love this idea that like after being run out of the classroom, like there is there is a non zero chance that school districts are going to adopt your work and be like, this is how it's done. That's and, then, and then you're going to be like, don't you even try to claim me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? no. Don't even. So you've been doing this work around um, racial battle fatigue. And mm -hmm. I think in the wider context of our educational political moment right now, I just think this is such an op apt conversation to have. So, so how was it that you arrived at this research topic? And um, and what is what are you working on right now that is just so pertinent when it comes to movements of abolitionism and anti-racism in in schools? Um, so I came actually I was when I joined the program at SICU Denver, I was wanting to do liberatory education for youth, right? Yep. I was yeah. thinking about YPAR for a while, um, and at the time that I applied for the program, I was still teaching. And so I was like, you know, I just been fresh off of this whole revolution of my students and I would feel like, oh, we can just keep doing this. But by the time I got into the, into the actual classes, I had been out of teaching and I started thinking more about like how this, that whole experience had affected me and my yeah. family, right? Yeah. Where my mental health was during yeah. the thing and how my family had to take that on unfairly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just one day in class, um, I was like, oh, I know what I'm going to do. And so I really, I, I was thinking, about, I had read um, a book by Dr. Cobb. Um, it was called, 
um, Leading While Black, and it's about like Black principals and administrators experiencing racial battle fatigue. And so I started digging into it more and racial battle fatigue being like basically like people experiencing Black people, people of color, um, Indigenous folks experiencing racial stress at work um, or in workplaces, yep. and racial battle fatigue forms. So like, like high blood pressure, um, hyper vigilance, cursing, sleepless nights, wow. all like I could, I could. <laughs> she said cursing. I'm like, oh. Like, I feel like you're describing <laughs> my life, Asia. Like, I, I'm yeah. like, yeah. Asia know. knows what's wrong with me. Asia knows. Trying to figure out what was Asia wrong knows with I'm me. cussing all the time. Yeah, I, like, <laughs> like, as soon as you talk about, like, the impact on the family, though, mm -hmm. like, like, I come home, and you know my wife, you know, and I, and I just, you just unload. It's just like, yeah. and, and she's yeah. like, what's wrong? And I'm like, there's nothing Where you do, I even do about it. But it's like, you know, and I'll come home from a meeting, right? Like, she could tell, she, she could tell how I come in the house. Yeah. yeah. Well, in, in, our, in, yeah. our, in our family, like, we're both teachers. We're both mm -hmm. Mexican teachers. Yeah. And so, like, it does really, it does really importantly, like, name, you know, what we feel when, because when people start talking yeah. about what, like, when she starts talking about their, her frustrations from school, I just, like, I feel all of those things you're describing because yeah. I'm kind of like, oh, why do you have to go through it too? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, and like the racial battle fatigue is one of those things like it's a name to something we've always known. Mm. Uh, and that terminology came out like the 90s, as, as I'm digging through my research, it's come out through the 90s. Yeah. Specifically, the person who was naming it um, was talking about the experiences of professors and students mm -hmm. um, in higher education. And so I was just thinking like, yeah, Racial battle fatigue in the of for the teacher is real. Yeah. But my research, like I said, was like, well, what happens when people go home? What happens when black and brown folks go home to their families? And like what does that space look like? And that's what my research is is focused on is how do we do we get to unload? How does family respond? Who do we respond to? Do children in the space, even though you're not telling the child what's happening, do they just see and feel the cultural shift or the environmental shift and they take that on? Yep. Yeah. All the things that I want to know, because like I said, I know what happened in my household. I know that it was a struggle and it took a while to be quite honest to like really piece my marriage back together. Yep. Wow. Like, you know, like we were, like we used to be because it was just, I was just exhausted. I didn't want to talk about it. And that's yeah. how compartmentalized it right yeah. my daughter luckily was super super young so she didn't I don't believe that she took on any of that but right now I'm just like on this mission to in my research study first black people um and then as I go off and hopefully be able to research this further when I graduate folks of color from other um ethnic and racial backgrounds as well that's amazing so what are some of the just as a follow-up what are what are some of the implications of racial battle fatigue in in the family so the question i have um that kind of lingers for me is are we seeing um i mean it sounds like we're all we're we seeing strains on the family unit um as a result of, of this racial battle fatigue that educators experience um do we have data that sort of shows that there's a higher manifestation of like divorces and things like that do we know any of that yet so what's really interesting um, is that there's actually no research 
on my topic yet. Oh, wow. 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 So, <laughs> so as I'm going, I'm in the middle of writing my proposal. Sure. Basically the paper to propose to even start the research. Yep. yep yeah. Yep, yep, done, yep. I have done my due diligence and research and there is none. That's, um, that's groundbreaking, right? Yeah, it's groundbreaking. Yeah, that's important. That's, that's important. what you got to tell them in your proposal. And so I'm going to write about this one way or the other, it's just a matter of whether I'm going to allow you to have your name on it. Or yeah, not. are y'all going to be a part of this? <laughs> yeah. Catch the wave. Because that brother we were talking about who did the whole Malcolm X documentary, like he just did it his own self. <laughs> right? yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no, but that's, I mean, that's, that's interesting. And, and it's in like, and obviously me and Kev are just two data points. But when you started describing those things, we're like, Oh, yeah. and, and, and it's, it's like you said, it's like, we are naming something that we already know is there. And yeah. um, wow, that's, uh, that's revolutionary. And that could be really powerful. Yeah. I'm really, I'm excited to find out what's happening. Like, like I said, we know what's happening. And when I talk to people about my research, they start right away telling me, Oh, you should talk to my wife. Because yep. 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 Because it's not, <laughs> It's there. It's just like who is taking the time to talk about it? Yeah. And as as we know, there are far less people of color, black folks in doctoral programs, and yep. you go down to education, and then you shrink it down to who wants to talk about this topic, like this. Yeah. You know, it, and so it, it, it funnels out real quick. Yeah. It does. It does. So well, I'm excited. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to ask about Asia, because like you, you, you are in a doctoral program and I, I can imagine what it's like, you know, even at CU Denver, a school that's near and dear to my heart. Mm -hmm. But like, how are you, how are you still, because you still are facing, I'm sure, racial battle fatigue, right? When people are like, oh, the stress of, well, white teachers are under a lot of stress too, Asia. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's hard. It's all hard teachers all stress. Teachers. All, All teachers, teachers have, are tired. <laughs> so how, how are you kind of like in your studies and your experiences, how are you dealing with that racial battle fatigue today? What do you do to kind of keep it at bay or, or try to, to um, deal with it? Um, well, one of the things is that I work for myself now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I realized there's a reason why black women are making the, so much of the entrepreneurial space. Yeah. It's safe. <laughs> it's mentally safe. It's physically safe. So that's one big piece is that I I work for myself and my consultant mm. brings me life. Um, and I don't work with people. People think, oh, you do DEI. I don't walk into spaces and be like, hey, you are racist and your board told me to do this presentation. Yeah. No, my work doesn't focus on, I, I always say it like this. Um, I can't sit at my desk and figure out how many PowerPoint slides I'll need to create to convince a white person of their like, yeah. like let me just get one more right. data. <laughs> You're like, we're not really sure. It. This is yeah, it. Like, I think this is the one. <laughs> there's not enough. I, I don't have that space. So like me writing, helping with program writing, me helping with equity auditing is be, and, and working in family equity spaces is what brings me joy. So that's one thing. The second thing is, as I teach um, pre-service teachers at um, CU Denver, I definitely bring race into the space. Yeah. Right? Like, this is real. 
most of my students um, over the last couple of semesters, I've taught for like a year and a half now, they have been white. And I'm like very clear, like, this is my research. This is why it matters, right? Yep. I've had in my three or four classes, one, one black presenting, I don't like an assumption. One yeah, yep, 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 student. right. Um, and in my doctoral program, there were 50 of us that started um, and there were three black people. And one black woman. I got really excited. I thought you said, I thought when you said there were 50 of us at start, I was like, there's 50 black people in the, and then it's like, oh. <laughs> oh, oh, no, no, no. Uh, uh, you no. meant the royal, the royal no, us. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> not, not us. The cohort <laughs> us. So yeah, wow. like protect, you know, being very mindful, protecting relationships. Yep. You know, I, I don't find myself to be as guarded as I thought I would be after that experience. Yep, yeah. Um, but it's definitely just I think the working for myself is really giving me peace wow yeah no I can imagine that you know and I often find myself I'm like how do I how do I get to a position where I'm not having to sit around people who I don't always agree with or having to explain simple points over and over like very basic stuff we've lost Um, a ton of like followers because like what they'll like message us and be like, oh, so like in your last episode, you were talking about X, Y, Z, but I don't really know what that is. And I'm like, you know, in the time it took you to message us, you could have Googled it. Like we are not Do a one-on-one, Googles. we are not a one-on-one podcast. This is not intro level. Like that we're talking about like the real graduate level work here, <laughs> you know? You know what, Janice, you, do you know Janice Mackey from Yaspa? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. So Janice and I, she was my first client. and she oh, was- Okay like reciprocity like if they have questions here's my invoice <laughs> oh, oh you know, that. questions. yes i i think i posted that on our uh, on our facebook page i was like hey here's the invoice uh, if anybody needs it use there it there you go there you go i need to start <laughs> yeah. using that i mean i love uh-huh. the trend i love the trend of like um educators of color that just like hey and here's my paypal information in my twitter bio like <laughs> all day that's all it. day that's you it. know because like i don't seriously pay us because you're hiring these um, really expensive white consultants to come and tell us things um, that they're not really qualified to tell us. And so if they sit there, you ask them, the, you ask them, you wait for that one question you hit them with and they get that look on their face. They're like, um, uh, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. That's the frustration the though. <laughs> so like, I mean, you know, Kevin, and I had this experience in a, in a district PD um, that was, were you there at the decolonizing PD? Yes. So it was yes. just really interesting because, you know, and the guys running it, you know, they're, they're good guys as far yes. as, as yeah. far as I know. Um, but two white men, two and, white guys. you know, and so when, a num- when a few black teachers started putting things in the chat saying, Hey, so this is wild y'all, like you're telling us about decolonizing our curriculum, but you know, look who's running this. And you know, when that was put out there, I mean, for me, it's kind of like, why did you accept this job? Like as a, as a, as a white person, why did, when you somebody didn't, came you didn't to think, you, hey, I, we we should probably we should probably tap somebody else's shoulder. On yeah, yeah, it's just one of yeah. those things. And like the the courage to step aside, like I think that's the number one thing that would be co-conspirators can do is say, "I'm honored that you asked me, but it's weird that you asked me. Let me give you five names of people that you should ask instead." Yeah, yeah. But this is great. I mean, so like you know the the I, I love this idea that you that where you are beginning to find healing and peace is by working for yourself and leaning into that thing. That's right. That's that, right. 
that the greater society said to you, this is cause for you to be terminated from your job. And you said, I don't want that job then. I'm going to make my own job. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what I love yeah. about it, about your story and your experience, Asia, because you started with this desire to just engage kids in a higher level, right? And around <laughs> the things that I always think about, like, it's so simple. Ask the kids what they want to learn. They're going to tell you. And they, yeah. and they will run with it. Like, if you tell them, um, you know, last year, um, I've been fortunate enough to teach a class called Global Service Learning. So it's kind of like, your class where the kids pick topics and they get to choose and design a service project and implement it. And unfortunately last year it was really rolling well. And then the pandemic hit and I was like, how do we do this in a pandemic? And I asked the kids, I was like, what do you guys want to do? They were like, I don't know. Half were like, we'll keep on our projects. And half were like, we don't know how to keep on because we can't go anywhere. You're like, neither do I. (laughs) Right. Let's just be here for each other. Okay. Let's just do that. (laughs) Right. Exactly. But then, you know, that, that whole experience, you know, and I, and this is like, I think when teaching is really, when you're really doing it, it transforms you as a person. Right. And so like, I see this whole event, like pushing you into this trajectory of this really like important work that that sure. like is groundbreaking research you know um and and i i just i just think that it's amazing and, it, and it's evidence like to that point you made that uh, what do teachers do when they leave the classroom you know teachers of color do we give up you know and and i have those days and me and gerardo talk about it where you drive you're like I could I could work for the garbage behind the dump truck. You're like I could I, be. I heard that garbage. Starbucks gives you full uh, benefits at you know, yeah. Yeah. Like, At Starbucks, you're probably meeting a lot of people, but meet like, a lot of people. I get to talk. You know. Do you still do the work though? Still stay yeah. engaged and still support the community and still you know push people's thinking in in different ways and I, and and some things I think like the nature of the educational system. Like you have to break outside of it to really make the change because right. they're not going right. to let us make these changes. Within no, I mean, it. it's, a, it's, it's a firm, hearty institution. And that's yeah. why it's been the same for the last hundred years, you know, yeah. that it, institutions are hard to break. And, and I think, and that's the thing I've been thinking about a lot, you know, is like, we have these sort of traditional boundaries and these traditional areas that are fenced in, uh, so to speak for educators and with particularly for educators of color and we really do like the abolitionist mindset is like, we don't work to preserve the system. We mm-hmm. work to preserve the lives of the children coming through it. And mm-hmm. if that means that we take it apart brick by brick as we build something better, um, that's kind of what that means. It, it's, it's incredible stuff. Um, so, well, uh, Asia, we have really good news for you. Um, I think you're going to be really excited about this. We know that you just began your doctoral program, but we're going to go ahead and give you, what are we going to give? The, the, the official two dope doctorate. We, cause we, we have that ability. We hand to... out, we hand out doctorates. Uh, so it's a two oh, dope. Okay. It's a two dope doctorate. Um, <laughs> I don't think it's respected by anybody anywhere. Um, but uh, uh, it's respected. It's respected. In the, no, in the right circles. <laughs> okay. oh, we got that two dope doctorate. Yeah, got that two dope doctorate. And so we're going to, from here on out, we're going to just refer to you as Dr. Asia Lyons because, yes. um, first of all, yes. it sounds dope. 
And second of all, you've already done the labor. You just have to jump through some bureaucratic hoops. Like that's, that's the thing. Like uh, that's the thing. So congratulations on the on obtaining your doctorate. Uh, Thank from you. I'll let Dr. Jefferson know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Dr. Jefferson, hey, he has to come on our podcast before he's allowed to have a two dope doctorate. Like, that's, that's right. Fair. That's you right. know what I mean. Like you don't that's just right. you, know, you, give you it can hold me. that over. Hold okay. it over. Um, so uh, we do have one very critical question uh, that we need to ask you. And, you know, we've been talking about, you know, these pretty important issues of racial battle fatigue and teachers color leaving the classroom. But, but this is a real question. Uh, Kev, would you like to pose the question? Yes. And, and, and again, um, we, we, we don't put any parameters on it. There's no judgment of your response. Definitely uh, not. You can play with it. Not from us. How you want. <laughs> it could be a group. This is like our James Lipton, isn't that the guy in, inside the accent? What are three questions, Asia? <laughs> no, no, we don't have three. We just have one. Okay. Top five MCs, rappers, artists, whatever you take your mind goes. Your to, top five. Your top five, because we, you know, two dope teachers and a mic. We we are we are hip hop educators. That's and right. so we, we believe that like everybody who comes through, who has a take should just share that take. So go ahead, do it for the culture right now <laughs> or top five. Okay. So I got, they're not in the order. No okay. order. That's all yep, right. Doesn't have to be ranked. Hierarchies are evidence of white supremacy. So um. hey! <laughs> that's right. Here we that's go. Right. That's right. We ab abolish top fives, but do your top five also. Okay. <laughs> D smoke. Ooh. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, Anderson Pack. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Q Tip. Oh, there yeah. we go. Oh, Q. This is Tip's first appearance in the top five. Yeah, his. I think. Like, it takes forever for him to put an album out, but <laughs> yeah. it comes out the beat. Everything is solid. It's just solid. And, and I think he probably like forgets that he's working on an album. Like he'll he'll work on his album <laughs> and he'll go like do stuff. And then someone would be like, yo, Tip, what's going on with your album? He's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Such an artist. Oh, uh, let's see. I put down uh, Joey Badass. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. We love him. Uh, we love him. And Kendrick Lamar. Oh, there we go. There we go. K-Dot. Yeah. yeah. Well, so um, as, as people who don't run anything but our mouths, uh, what do we think about this top five, Kevin? I, 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 I strongly approve. Like, we have people who haven't made it. D Smoke, Q-Tip, Anderson Pop, And then you can't, I, I, when you get to Joey Badass and, and Kendrick, like, I, I'm one of these people who, like, when I heard Kendrick, I was like, oh, that, there you go. The game has changed today. Yeah. There yeah. is something different. And I listened to, like, and, you know, as you get older, you aren't as impacted by stuff. There aren't a lot of records. But that's a record that I listened to, the, um, the Good Kid, Mad City record, when I first heard that over yeah. and over yeah. and over and over. Yeah. That's how I felt about Damn. Yeah. I, 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 have, I have this. Oh, you can't see it. You can't see it. <laughs> yeah, there it is. There the it is. There it is. There it is. Vinyl. Vinyl, y'all. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. So I, I also give this the two dope stamp of approval. Um, might I just say talking to you just strengthens my belief that all heroes don't wear capes. 
Um, and, uh, and, and I think that like what you're doing is just like absolutely heroic taking it to the next level, but I definitely, um, I am with this top five. So, uh, I think it's uh, uh, the only one that is like in the, I think is Bettina loves like Bettina loves yeah. pot, uh, her top five was was i think just as good just as quality okay. diversity yeah you're on that so level you're, you're, on, you're, you're on the patina love level of that five don't you, oh I, there you go. Don't, please don't blow my hand up on that please <laughs> that's, that's that's no i know what you mean like she followed us back on twitter a few weeks ago and almost lost my mind <laughs> i'm like i'm like i'm like texting him in the middle of a staff meeting i'm like you know follow us back you believe it you know and he's like what's twitter um <laughs> no, so uh, and Anderson Pock actually, I, you know, um, what a student uh, Kev that we had in common um, made me made yep. me wise to Anderson Pock and yep. um, oh, so good, like so mm-hmm. good, stuff. good, good stuff. and um, well that that's a, that's a brilliant top five and uh, really appreciate that. So, um, Doctor Asia Lyons, you are doing this incredible work. How can people follow you? How can people support your work? Where can they find you? Okay, great. So um, I have Facebook page, Lions Educational Consulting. I'm on Instagram, mostly for myself. Uh, <laughs> it's true. Hello That's there, right. Asia. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Hello there, Asia. Hello there, Asia. Yep. Um, people can follow my website, uh, lionseducationalconsulting.com. And then yep. they can email me if they want to have questions, asia at lionseducationalconsulting.com. Nice. Yeah. And hit her up because this is legit um, professional development work. And I just appeal to by, school lead- by a black woman. So yes, like exactly. It's, it's, That's can, what I'm saying. <laughs> like, if you know, so there's, you know, I was talking with a friend earlier about the um, education, the equity and educational complex that's kind of developing. And, you know, we're still paying all the same people um, that we always paid who don't need us to pay them and who don't really have useful things to say about anti-racism and abolitionist praxis in the classroom. So my challenge to all y'all school leaders out here who are talking the talk, walk the walk, hire people like Asia and preferably Asia. Because, yeah. because this is where you're going to get the real talk, and this is where you will actually see what BIPOC educators are thinking about as we sit through your meetings. <laughs> All right? That's right. <laughs> and we say this because our principal loves you, or loves us, and supports us, and would love you too, and so we're definitely yep, going to yep, say, yep, yeah, hey, yeah. if we want to scrape together some nickels and dimes, well, maybe know, get some of we know a couple of teachers on the equity team who who might suggest that uh, you know we we, we do we, we do we a couple of those of teachers money. might be sitting here. Yes, yes, <laughs> oh, those I are the two. That I was, I was yep. wondering. I'm like, you two are on the equity team. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so I mean, but that's the thing is, I mean, just congratulations to you. Uh, getting out there and doing the work. Kevin and I talk about the the fatigue all the time. Yeah. Um, I think. I probably think about quitting more than he does. Um, and, um, <laughs> and, you know, honestly, the thing that makes me hesitate is like, well, what's it going to look like if I do? And yeah. what you have kind of given us is a story of what it could look like um, yeah. if your yeah. convictions run deeply and you're willing to do the work. So thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah, of course. We're, we're, we're out here and we didn't die. We don't That's it. That's it. Education. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I might have left the classroom, but didn't leave education. Exactly. exactly. Beautiful exactly. stuff. 
So, uh, Doctor Doctor Asia, we uh, <laughs> we we have a way that we like take we we take it home. Um, I'll ramble for a little bit, um, and then I'll give a signal. And on Zoom, it's easy. I can like do something like this. And uh, and then in unison, we try to say stay dope. Now uh, we have varying internet access like stabilities, and so sometimes it doesn't come out okay. But three voices saying stay dope together. Um, you know, definitely. So, uh, so if you would help us out with that, that would be cool. Um, so, uh, folks, thanks for tuning in to this uh, episode of Two Dope Teachers and a Microphone. I'm Gerardo Munoz. And you are boy, Kevin Adams. <laughs> and we are inviting you on this last sunny day before it snows tomorrow. Um, and, you know, in this incredible moment, we are about to welcome you black woman vice president of the United States of the uh, United States of America. Uh, stay with your chin up. Stay optimistic. Stay focused on how we build a better place. Stay focused on we, how we keep on doing this work for our communities. And above all, ensure that you always stay low. Stay